Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Um, once again, uh, welcome uh, everybody uh, to Crypto Christ. This is another little bonus, bonus, and uh, I'm gonna call this uh, early morning uh, meditation or early morning um, considerations or encouragement. Um, I thought about something the other day. You know, I if y'all listen to one of the last. Uh, episodes, little bonuses. I I was explaining to you that um, Pando, or me trying to get on Pando and try to, because I got a lot of content, video content. I got a YouTube channel, okay? Yeah, uh, and it's a whole bunch of content on there where I'm just being, you know, being silly and me and Nancy Sue and so forth. Um, and I was going to try to upload that, but I can't afford it. It's $1,800 a month, so. Uh, so in saying that, what I neglected to say was thank y'all. All you guys, all you ladies that write, all y'all that are faithful, those that I do know and love, because I love all of y'all. If 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 I know you, I love you. And if I don't know you, I love you because Christ loved you, right? So I thank y'all. Thank you for, for spending a little time listening I ain't trying to make no money with this. I'm just trying to spread encouragement and wisdom, man, that I learned that sustained me and helped me. You know, that's what I'm doing, passing this on. So I guess I'm just saying all that to say thank y'all. Thank y'all. I might not have fancy schmancy a podcast. It's just it is what it is. It's straight up, stripped down, raw me talking. You know what I'm saying? Every now and then I'll get Nancy Sue on here you know, or I'll find somebody to interview because I got some stuff coming up in San Antonio that I'm going to be uh, interviewing some people from free Texas. And you'll hear more about it when I do it. But um, anyway, thank you. all But I was going through my uh, my Bible. So the Bible, one of the Bibles that I brought home is pretty much literally falling apart. So I thought I said, you know what, man? I'm going to go through my Bible and see different things that I have written down in my Bible, right? Just little different little things through the years that I wrote down. So I'm going to start sharing it with y'all, okay? Watch this. this, You know how, like, we used to write our our addresses and all that old kind of stuff? Yeah. So here are some things I got written down, and I'm going to pass it on to you. And so now you can write it in your Bible. Yeah. And you can preserve it and then share it with somebody else, right? DeAndre, my brother DeAndre, told me uh, told me this one. You know, we have tests, right? In this life, we're going to have tests. And we go to God and we ask and we say, God, you know, what's up? And we don't hear nothing. We don't hear nothing. But think think about it like this. When we was in school, in the classroom, when we was taking a test, the teacher was in the room, but she was silent. <laughs> he or she, they was in the room with us, but they were silent. Didn't mean they weren't there. Remember that, okay? And if we needed something, we were there to raise our hands, say, hey, I need to sharpen my pencil. Hey, uh, I'll, hey. Can I go? Can I go to the bathroom? Or you see what I'm saying? God is the same way. He's He's with us at our trials and our tribulations, even though sometimes we don't feel like He is. All right. Uh, three, 
keys to a strong brotherhood or sisterhood. Three keys to a strong brotherhood or sisterhood. These are three keys to maintain that type of uh, friendship, brotherhood and sisterhood. You got to be accessible. Accessibility. Okay. You, you, you have to be able to be re- talked to. You, ha- you have to give uh, the clock from the ring, y'all. I got to chill for a minute. Hold up. Man, I ain't finna wait for that clock. I'm finna keep going. You have to be accessible. Yeah, I'm gonna have to wait for the clock. Y'all hold up. Because it's gonna gong. Okay. Yeah. It's great. Right in the middle of a recording. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you. It's 6 o'clock, y'all. No, it's 7 o'clock. So here's the deal. Three keys to a strong brotherhood or sisterhood. Accessibility. You have to be accessible to people. Availability. That's You have to make yourself available. So you have to, people have to be able to have access to you. And this is, I really learned a lot from this because in prison, man, sometimes, man, people be needing our help, man. Sometimes people be wanting to just talk, okay? But because there's no privacy in prison, sometimes it's easy to keep ourselves in the cell and not go out to the day room and talk and not go and help a sister. You know, I'm talking to y'all sisters, okay? All right. You know, and not to go talk to a brother, right? Be accessible, be available, but also be accountable, see, to one another. See, we have to be accountable to one another, all right? Now, here's an example. I'm going to give you me and Fee. You know, as I begin to grow, okay, in Christ, you know, uh, Fee, you know, my brother Fee, Y'all know, if you're on Beto, if you listening on Beto, you know Fee, crazy. Fee from the Philippines, okay. Every now and then, I will go and I will get jack flicks from Fee. All right. When I need to hit a lick, okay. Now, watch this. At a certain point, as I begin to grow and mature in the faith, I, mean, I know that wasn't right. You know what I'm saying? So, what I did, I asked him, hey, hold me accountable, man. Hold me accountable, man. Okay, so when I go and ask him, when 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 when, when, when you know, <laughs> I was gonna say something, but I ain't gonna say it. When I wanted to hit me a lick, boom, I go, hey, look out, fee. Let me see the flex, man. And he say, no, nope. You said you wanted to pull up on that, man. So I can't let you see him, bro. Sorry. See, he was holding me accountable, and that maybe that's not a good example. Just if if we love one another. If you love your sister, if you love your brother, you're going to be able to hold each other accountable. And you ain't going to get all in your feelings when they do all. When, oh, man, man, you can't tell me nothing. Let's hold one another accountable because that makes us better men and better women. Okay. What is the formula for success? This was given to me by my dear brother, uh, Almanza. Jose Almanza. Now, here's the deal. From shooting dope for years and years, okay, Joe Almanza called hepatitis, right, and he and it messed his liver up, and he got out, and he died, okay, 
Imagine that, doing a whole bunch of time and then get out and die, right? But I'm grateful that I got this from him. And now I'm going to give it to you. And what he told me right there on H-Wing, Beto, Southside H-Wing, okay, there is a formula for success in Christ. Number one is intimacy. And I've said this before. Some of y'all will recognize this. I've said it before. Intimacy. You have to spend time in the word of God. And you got to spend time talking to the Lord. Okay? You got to spend time in prayer, you know, talking to him. Developing a relationship with the Lord through prayer and through reading his word. As you do that. The number two comes in. You will begin to mature in your faith, you know. So when I got to talk, when I to- just told you about Jack Flicks and all that, okay, it began. To, it, it 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 began to be a time, and when I began to mature from that, and I began to say, "Nah, I'm not gonna do that, man." You know, let me pull up. Every now and then I'd fall, you know, but then I sold my flicks, you know, and then my language started cleaning up, you know, and different things. I I I I start maturing in the faith, right? Because of that intimacy I'm having with the Lord, right? The next thing will come is influence. People will see that you're changing. People will see now. Is everybody going to appreciate that change? Nope. So what? Who, who cares, right? We're not doing what we're doing to please them. We're doing what we're doing to please God and to help other people come alongside us and get salvation as well. So when, 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 when they see you changing and they see it's real, wow, man, then it makes them want to know what's going on with you. See, and then that's when you can tell, share it with them. Hey, man, I accepted Christ, man. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, hey, man, I'm moving forward with my life, man. With the Lord, I'm going to do the right thing, man. Whether I'm getting out of prison or not, see, that's, that's, <laughs> Whether we kidding out or not, okay? Let me keep moving. I'm going to ask you at, at a point in your life, in my life, I came across, what is my mission? What is my mission in life? Ask yourself that. What is your vision for your life? What is your vision for your life? Again, whether you get now, you got a you got a parole date or you don't. So what? What is your vision inside the walls? Okay, until you make parole or while you're there. Let me tell you what a vision is. A vision is 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 why you exist and what you want to be. What I mean, what do you want to be? What is your what is your vision for your life? What is the end goal? Here's what I want to accomplish in my life. Your mission is what you do to get to your vision. Y'all hear that? Remember that. Your vision is what you eventually want to become. Whatever you want to do, whatever you want to accomplish, you're able to see that in your vision and say, you know what, here's what I'm going to do. See, while I was in prison, I envisioned me having a ministry. I envisioned it, you know, started, started with active frontline ministries. That, that was the name of, that, that was the name of, of my ministry way back in the day. Okay. 2011, 2012 
Active Frontline Ministries. Okay. I envision that. I envision me talking to kids. I envision me doing what I'm doing now, not on a podcast, but I envision me encouraging people. Okay. Well, what's my mission? Well, my mission is what I do to get to that vision. And so what I had to do, I started right there in prison, right in churches, asking them, hey, man, can I can I can I send a letter every month to your youth group? See, talking to talking to the gang members right there, you know, laboring with them, being, you know, everything that I'm writing curriculums, studying See, I'm, I'm, I'm doing I'm, I'm doing what is necessary to fulfill the vision of my life. And I did it and y'all can do it, too. Y'all can do it, too. OK. Um, got two more. I'm going to leave y'all alone. This next one came from my dear brother, Jay Hall, and I believe his aunt sent him this. This has been some of the most uh, encouraging and wise words that I've ever had. And I wrote it right here in the inside of my Bible. Okay. here's Here's what his aunt wrote him. Okay. Your motives and aspirations can only be understood by those who have attained the same spiritual level. So do not vainly, foolishly expect from others understanding. Do not misjudge them for not getting it. Now, I'm going to say that again. Your motives and aspirations can only be understood by those who have attained the same spiritual level. So do not vainly, foolishly expect from others understanding. Do not misjudge them for not getting it. You know what that's saying? Everybody is not going to understand what you're trying to do. So don't get mad at them because they don't understand. If they're not at the same uh, spiritual level it, that you are, well, they're not going to understand. That's why, see, I don't argue with people. I don't argue with people about nothing. Hey, man, when you know you got the truth, there's no need. To, the truth will defend itself. So... Getting in arguments, man, I've seen so many arguments in 26 years, man, and, and fights. And Come on, man. If somebody don't understand something, they're not at a level in which they can understand it. So don't expect them to get it, okay? Just help them. Help them. And sometimes people don't want to be helped. So you know what you do? Pray for them. Be nice to them. Go on about your business, all right? Last but not least, this is a um, quote from a man in history, A.W. Tozer. Tozer is a, uh, a spiritual leader from, from back in the day. Okay, And I like this quote. And <laughs> I like this quote a lot. We are all in the process of becoming. We have already moved from what we were to what we are, and we are now moving toward what we shall be. Now, I'm going to say that again. We are all in the process of becoming. We have already moved 
from what we were to what we are. And we are now moving toward what we shall be. Now, you can look at that in the spiritual or you can look at that in the secular. I choose to look at it in, in, the, in the spiritual. Okay, we, we all in a process of becoming. We're maturing. We're getting older. Okay. We have already moved from what we were. See, if, see, if I'm still doing the same thing at the age of 50 that I was doing at 19, something wrong. And one of the things that used to f- fascinate me is to see old men in the penitentiary, 50, 60, playing grab ass, and, and, but they can't read. But they playing grab ass and bitch, bitch, who ass nigga, bitch ass nigga, oh nigga, oh no. Yeah, that used, I, that used to fascinate me, you know. So, so, where are you at in that? Are you still the same as you were a year ago? Five years ago? Ten years ago? 15 years ago, 20, there should be some change. Nothing remains the same for long. So is it, is it getting better? Are you getting better? Or are you remaining stagnant, doing the same thing over and over again? We are all in the process of becoming. We have already moved from what we were to what we are. The only way I was able to move from what I was to what I became now is Jesus. There was some maturity outside of Christ, but I still was smoking and drinking and jacking off and, you know, just, you know, criminal mind state. Christ renewed my mind and allowed me to get where I, where I am now. But then he goes on to say, <laughs> we've already moved from what we were to what we are. And we are now moving toward what we shall become. So in that process of sanctification, you should be getting better and better and better. And sinning less and less and less, ultimately, until Christ come back. And that will be the fulfillment of, you know, what we shall be in glory. Right. However that's played out. See, that's another thing I don't argue about. I know that the Bible, every word is true. But I don't argue about prophecy. Uh, it's going to happen like this. But maybe it's going to, I don't care about none of that. I know what's going to happen. How about that? So, I submit to you. Where are you at in that process? Are you still becoming? Have you accepted Christ? Are you stagnant? Are you still doing the same things? That's one thing that was disappointing to me when I got out. When I went back to Amarillo and, and, and visited my mom, a lot of people was in the same condition. And I had been gone 26 years, you know? Look, man, love y'all. The clock keep on banging and clanging and going on. I'm finna go in here and kick the bed and get Nancy Sue up. Yeah, I said it. She in there sleep. I'm finna go kick the bed. Get up. Get up. 
I love you guys and ladies. We'll see you next time on Crypto Christ Podcast.